0: Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello and welcome, Janet Beckers here and welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio and I have got
1: a very, very special special guest for you today, Kate Perkins. G'day, Kate. Hi Janet, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, I am too. Look, everybody, I want you to get your notepaper out. However
0: it is that you take notes, if it's pen and paper or on your computer, get ready because today we're going to be acting as a real kind of case study, but a real insight into what does it take to take your business from like one or two clients through to booked out, expanding like you know, just fantastic to watch in an exceptionally short amount of time. So, and this is what Kate's done. So we're going to have a look at what's happened in Kate's business in just, in
1: what period of time, Kate, are we talking about here? It'll be two years in July. So not quite two years yet. Yeah. So not quite two years. We're going to see what it's,
0: you know, the exact steps and those rapid rise and, and then we're going to look at, okay, how did that happen? Because it did not happen by chance. Now, I've been working closely with Kate, so I've got to see what makes her unique. What is it about Kate that I would just like to bottle up and gift to every single person that I know? You know, what is it about Kate that has meant that this has not been by chance? So we're going to pull that apart about not just... Uh, we're going to look at the mindset things about what makes Kate unique. And these are things that everybody can model. And then we're actually going to look at the strategies, the strategies that Kate used to be able to get the fastest results with the least amount of effort. Um, I'm not saying no effort, but the least amount of effort, the most targeted way. So that's what we're going to look at today. So get ready to take notes because we're going to be explaining all of this to you in a way that you can now apply it To your business. So, first of all, Kate, really, really quick um, intro like, who is it that you help? Like, what is your business and who is it that you help?
1: Janet, so I am a cancer rehab occupational therapist Mm -hmm. and lymphedema therapist, Mm -hmm. and my focus is on helping those who have been diagnosed with cancer and who are undergoing. Treatment or are recovering to help them uh, become stronger and regain their strength um, and vitality. I guess to to return to what they love doing.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And you know the thing that is absolutely key here is you're a lymph. you, You know you're an occupational therapist. Now, occupational therapists can cover such an incredibly wide um you know ways that you can be working with people but yours is very very specific lymphedema so that's when you get all you know swelling from your lymph nodes so specifically lymphedema even narrower that it's for people with cancer to do with rehab and as we'll be talking about soon for this very first part that's been building your business you've narrowed it even further for in stage one of the growth of your business it's really helping a lot with women who've had breast cancer so yes. I think that this is a really important thing for people to note that this making these decisions narrowing things down has been really core to why these strategies that we're going to be discussing why they've worked if you had stayed broad of I'm an occupational therapist um, or even I'm an occupational therapist who specializes in Lymphedema, it would have been harder. Would have been harder for you to get. Yep. Yeah. So, at that's that's really point number one. I want everybody to take. So think about your own business. How narrow are you going? Like, what can you do that you can be even more specific to help a certain group of people? That's just one thing I want you to ask yourself. Now, Kate, let's just have a look. Let's do a little bit of a timeline to start with of. the the main phases in your business over this last two years and then we're going to pull those apart later and we'll talk about at each step how did that happen so let's do an overview of it first so do you want to um, just tell us like right at the very beginning um, maybe for the first few months what you know what did your business look
1: like Okay. okay so i had just finished the qualifications as a lymphedema therapist and it was literally through that course that I was thinking that lymphedema is quite broad. So it wasn't until um, the end of that course where we discussed breast cancer-related lymphedema and how that can be, prevent- be prevented, is when I a light bulb went off and I've thought to myself, there is definitely a gap in uh, services being provided where I am in particular in um, yeah. the Central Coast of New South Wales. So it was in April, uh, two years ago, literally straight after that, that qualification that um, I knew that's where my focus was going to be, Excellent. so in developing um, those services for the early monitoring uh, process of, for breast cancer-related lymphedema. Um, and basically that's where it started
0: excellent and so when you decided to start there did you run your business from
1: home did you run it were you working for somebody else were how did you start out uh, i literally started from scratch and i found the perfect space so a shared space um with other health practitioners yeah and literally started with zero patients so right. i, I set up all the basics um, getting my provider number um, got the tools of the trade Um, so uh, what's called an LDX unit it was a U400 right at that point um, which measures the 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 levels of uh, fluid within the tissue so that's that that was the piece of equipment that I needed um, to to do what I had to do. Um, You had a
0: big outlay of equipment before you even got your first client. So you were really um, taking a risk on yourself that this was going to work to get that first. Yes. Yeah, to get this. So when we met, you already had a few clients. So how did you get
1: those first clients? I did uh, education sessions with uh, GPs and uh, some specialists, but it wasn't... um, straight away that I received referrals from the specialist because I still had to do, um, they didn't catch on straight away. So I continually did education around, um, breast cancer related lymphedema, uh, what, how I could help their patients in particular. Yep. Um, so at the start it was, um, general lymphedema, um, conditions that I was seeing from GPs. So I would get the trickle in um, from one GP, and then um, I would get back out there and do more education sessions with the GPs in the area um, to to get their referrals. Excellent.
0: Now the thing that I really like here, and this is um, one of the things that we talked about when you first started and and came and worked with me, was I love that you didn't try to go out and just find the clients yourself you identified straight away that you know these people have already got to go and see doctors before you know in order to even know that they need some help so they're going to go and see doctors they're going to say i want to see specialists so that was really wise that instead of just trying to advertise to everybody is you went to the people who had your clients so that's a really sensible thing to do but i think another thing that i really picked up that you've done there kate is you don't it doesn't work immediately it's a bit of a long game because first of all you know they've got to remember you know they've got to be educators so you've got to get in to you know run a session to let them know what you can do you've got to wait for them to get the right client you've got to wait for them to remember that oh yeah there is Kate that can do it and then they come to you so a lot of people will give up if they didn't get a referral from the first um one that they did so I think that that is a really important thing for people to note here is you didn't give up when you didn't get results immediately um so can you can you remember back then how long it took from for you to get that
1: first yep. client yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think about it think about the it. first client or the, or the first uh the first referral from one of the specialists
0: oh whichever one was the most significant for you.
1: Look, I think it was the most significant, um, first of all, was my um, my first patient. Yeah. And that was a referral from um, a physio where I was sharing the rooms. And uh, it was probably a couple of weeks. Right. It was a couple of weeks, and um, I, re- I very vividly remember that, um, that very first. Appointment. I was actually quite nervous. Um, I was very uh, well. I'm always thorough, um, but yeah, I can remember back then. It was very special, and I still have that um, particular client with me oh, now.
0: Do you? That is fantastic. You know, it's funny. Like, I can, I still remember my very very first client that I had through Wonderful wear Women, and they spent thirty seven dollars with me. And honestly, you would have thought it was thirty seven thousand. Like that first person, we had, we were there was dancing, it was partying, it was nervous. Oh, do they? Are they gonna like us? I so get it. So yeah, that first one is so important. So there's an important thing that you obviously you had your outlays that you had from your the equipment that you purchased. Yes. and it's not cheap. You also had, you know, you were playing rent. You were, had you had premises that you had Brilliant. a part of. All of those other ones, that's a thats a—that's a big risk to take for anybody. That always comes in business. So, And that was weeks before you even got the very first client. So, again, this is another yep. lesson. It's trusting that they're going to come, you know, trusting that you put things in place and you're not just waiting. You are actually communicating about what you do. Now, let's look at the next stage. Um, so what was the next stage thing that you think happened in your business?
1: I think instead of sitting there um, and just waiting around and twiddling my thumbs, in that time that I was uh, quiet, um, I was continually upgrading my qualifications. So I was oh, okay. continually um, increasing my knowledge around, uh, at that time, breast cancer rehabilitation, which involved scar tissue management um, and the assessments involved and just uh, I evolved as um a practitioner in that time as well excellent
0: that's that is a really really good point because as we will, will find out you actually investing in your professional development in that specific niche has actually been an important thing when we get up to the up to the stage that you're at now that um so you've got that credibility as well not just for the clients but to the people who are going to refer you as well. So that's a really good point is so you're, in, you're investing your, your time into the education of the GPs and the specialists, so getting them to know what you do, and then also investing in yourself so you've got, you're aiming for excellence in what you do. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah. So the next phase then that came in your business, so then you started getting a rapid growth in your clients? Would that be the next stage, do you think?
1: Um, I would think that um, the, the flow of the, the patients um, that started. Uh, more so around um, when I had my first referral from uh, a breast surgeon. So right. with uh, the services that I provide around early monitoring for breast cancer related lymphedema, we need to get the patient in uh, prior to starting their breast cancer treatment to get a, a healthy baseline reading of, um, in this case, um, healthy baseline of level of fluid within the tissue, as, which is an LDX reading. So mm-hmm. at that point, um, right and it took uh, started in the April it wasn't until the November November of the same year was the first specialist referral and right. then after that it's really started picking up um, it started gaining traction
0: right so from the fourth months to the 11th month yeah so seven months before yep strategy that you were using Of the education to the specialist before you got the referral again most people would have given up by then so but in the scheme of things when we're going to see like it's only been two years and it's you know the growth has been huge but up until then you were sharpening the saw basically it's that classic line if you've got to chop down a tree you know you're going to spend you know if you've got four hours to do it you'll spend three hours sharpening the axe or the saw is the classic thing so that's what you were doing at that stage that's brilliant now those refer i remember when we started working together and we were looking at okay what's going to be the best thing for you to be focusing on to be able to get your business because we wanted to make it so that you had you know your full customer books before we started doing anything online i remember this was one of the things is that we went okay well this is what's working for you this is what's working really well is the referrals what can we do to systemize this so that it doesn't become ad hoc and that as you start getting busy that it doesn't get dropped um and i remember that was one of the first things we did is worked out okay how many phone calls are you going to make per week to those um and 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 how many appointments are you going to get how many presentations are you going to do so that we can systemize it and there's there are so many other things that you could have focused on putting your your effort to and any expenses to but the big thing here was well what's already working let's just double down on that rather than trying to spread yourself too thin I can remember, Kate, when we started with that. Can you remember? We we said, okay, let's do good, better, best goals um, for yep. this. I think it was for
1: the for the month, was it? Or I think it, for the uh, month. It was. was it? it was for the month. Um, and so that was in the January January of two thousand and eighteen that we right. started. I started working with you, and that's when we um, set those goals. And so the good was uh, having two patients per new, two new patients per month, and then right. um, better was four, and then best was eight. And I think in that very first month, I had eight new eight new patients. So yeah, we just yeah. skipped the the good, better, and we got to the best.
0: Actually, I can uh, remember. Was, I can remember it was ten. Yes, it was ten. It was ten, 10, 10 was because 10. I can still remember going. Wow, because when we set those two, four, eight, you know, the eight is meant to be like the real stretch. But, yeah, because, and, and this this all comes down to Kate here because we worked out, all right, let's do a double down on this strategy, the strategy that's working. And then this is one of the things that I really want people to notice is we'll talk about the good, better, best in a moment and how that works really well. But once we identified what Kate had to do, there was some cut, there was this Pushing yourself out of your comfort zone there because it's making, you know, you're making phone calls, getting appointments, getting knockbacks. That's a lot of people I've given a very, you know, let's do a similar strategy, not the same strategy that you've done, but it's going to have to be, you know, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and contacting people. They won't do it. Whereas you just went, right, that's what I've got to do. I'm doing it. And and look how it paid off, like just your focus and discipline and, you know, what, this is out of, you know, makes me feel
1: uncomfortable, but I'm just going to do it. And that's the result you get. So it's, um, like it, it, it's a no-brainer, no really. Um, right. It's funny because what I come to realise is that actually no one else would was doing that and um i couldn't understand why no one else was doing that right <laughs> it's
0: funny you say this quite a bit i don't get it i don't get why people don't <laughs> like it. and that is the mentality that you want to have this whole i think idea of most a lot of people will go oh i haven't made those phone calls or i haven't sent those emails or i didn't send that letter because of x." Excuse because really it's, it pushes people out of your comfort zone But you I find that Kate says this is quite a lot. I don't get it. Why don't people do it? It's because you're not gonna second-guess so Bottle that be of Kate because that simple Attitude of I don't get it. Why people don't do it because I'm doing it without thinking about it. I'm not without well without questioning it mm. is the thing that gets the results it's not rocket science it is that incredible yeah let's just do it so yep. um and it's probably something that you take for granted kate when you go i don't get it why people don't do it other people from the outside will look at it and go oh, i i don't I'm, you know i can't believe how focused and disciplined and brave she's been so it's and for people who are listening which one do you want to be really which one do you want to be the One that's looking at other people and going, How brave is she? And the or the other side going, I don't get it. <laughs> Why aren't you doing it? So, <laughs> so that that kept on progressing, didn't it? You know, you just kept on doing it. did, and doing. I still do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the nice part. I still do it. Because now, now you're busy. Because that's so if we've sort of kind of condense, because for me that this next phase has been every single week. Kate turning up to our group calls going, oh, I've just had the best week yet. Oh, I've just had the best week yet. I've just had the best month yet. It's
1: getting better. <laughs>
0: yes. Because you just kept on working that simple plan, that one strategy that worked and you focused on doing it exceptionally well. Um, now, I think at this point, it's probably good for us to now talk a little bit about joint ventures because we have, you know, I was going to do the summary and then we'll go into the strategies, but let's cover it here because I think it's going to help people to see why the next phase is happening. So you talked about, you know, the first referral from a specialist took seven months of you yep. doing this strategy, not as, um, you know, totally doubling down on it, but doing that strategy. Now, let's, because th- this is the thing is once you get one then it's it can start to snowball if you do things right or it can just stop <laughs> if you if you don't kind of realize what it is that you were doing well so let's talk a little bit about um you, so you got that first referral what happened then like how did the referrals keep on coming was it coming from you getting the, the new people that you were doing the education with was it More referrals from the one person? Was it um you know them telling their mates, you know, when they get together in their, you know,
1: surgeons booze up, you know. know? (laughs) A bit of both, really, because um, um when you have a look at the medical team that's involved, there's um the surgeons, the oncologists, the radiation oncologists. Um, and their GPs and breast care nurses. So I need to communicate with that whole team um, and to let them know what I'm doing and how I'm helping their patients recover. Um, So it was a bit of both of the communication between the specialists themselves, but also my communication individually with them. And so it um, widens that um uh referral base yeah and i think
0: this this is an important thing here is you've mentioned the word communication quite a few times and this is something i think is that some people just get totally wrong when it comes to communicating and we'll we'll go into this joint venture referral type um, relationship i'll dive into that a little bit more in in in, in the theory that i use around power imbalances in a moment but where people go wrong a lot is they either go oh okay you know i'm trying to build my business um you know so that it's going to be as hands-off and automated as possible i get this a lot because people come to me looking for automation stuff we haven't even start we didn't even start talking about the automation stuff for nearly a year you know setting it up but the no. but the a lot of times, sometimes people will just try to go too hands off with the communication and they'll try to automate as many stuff so in that case they might have had some sort of follow up emails that went to the different surgeons or you know they would have automated a lot of those sorts of things they either do that or they go the other side and they go oh well, that was great that they got it um, I'll wait now for the next referral so they're yep. they're inactive they don't follow up and the thing that I've noticed particularly about you, Kate, is you, you're you actually having phone calls. You know, you're bringing people up. You're sending messages. You're letting them know what you're up to. You're building relationships. And you know what? They're just humans. You know, even if these may be people who have got, from your point of view, may have a lot of power in the relationship because they're the ones that with the clients. They're the ones that have, you know, Amazing at what they do. It can be incredibly intimidating to try to contact people like that. Um, but they're people, they're humans. So, yeah. So, I'm curious about when it comes to you building those relationships, what is it that you have found? You know, is there something that you've found that's been almost like a common thing, something you've got in common with each of those people? Or, um, why do you
1: think they've... Well, I'm, they I'm think passionate all the time? about um, just being myself and uh, talking to them as if I'm talking to you. I'm actually I'm very passionate about what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just giving them a call to let them know, hey, um, this is what I'm doing with your patient. Um, they want to know. They, they would like to know that their um, patient is, is receiving gold standard of care. Um, so it's just right no. in the conversation. I know they're busy and I realize that. Um but they're they're happy to talk um yeah. as well. So it's just being myself. Yeah.
0: And you know what, there's when it comes down to um because I mean my business, Wonderful Web Women, started and built all on joint venture partners, all on the all on relationships. So I didn't have any money to spend on advertising and stuff. So there was, that was what I just did for years and years and years. And so one thing that I recognized right from the beginning, and it was just per chance, and it's something I've recognized that has been core to the success that you've done is if you are really, really passionate about what it is that you do, then people who are already well established that may seem to have a lot more credibility and power and influence even though they will recognise, oh, you know, here's a newbie, here's me established, there could be an imbalance here, Um, they recognise the passion. They recognise the passion. And it's not a passion for your personal success. Mm. It's a passion for actually really helping the people that they're passionate about in the same way. So I think um, that's, that's something that's been really quite clear with with the way that you've approached it so when you're saying just being yourself absolutely you're being yourself but make sure for everybody that's listening here i want you to think about like what are you passionate about what are you going to get off the fence and feel so strongly about that you're not going to get splinters in your bum Because people who sit on the fence get splinters in their bum kate does not have splinters because you are passionate specifically around the rehab um exercise Mm. part of this so them you know that's what people are going to be recognizing so that's that's my challenge to everybody that's listening what is it that you are passionate about because if you're going to be working through joint ventures that is the thing that's going to open the doors for you that is the thing that's going to make them listen to what you've got to do even if you're just starting out so really take the time to work on that now um okay so now kate I think the other thing when it comes to joint ventures is a really important thing here. We, we mentioned at the beginning that you were continually investing in your own personal development, specifically on this particular topic. And I also know that even while your business has been growing so fast, which means at the moment your work is doing, like that's, that's time with you. So it's your time at the moment that you're selling. That's changing as we'll be sharing with people is um you still have been investing in your own professional development not from a point of insecurity of i'm not going to be taken seriously until i've got enough pieces of paper the thing i've noticed about you is you keep on investing but it's because if i do this i can help my client do that and i don't have that knowledge yet so did you want to share just a little bit about why, you know, why you've done that? How, you, how did you choose what you were going to invest your education in and what impact has that had in the, on the growth in your business? Um,
1: I think it's, a, it's just been a nat- natural progression um, where I could see, okay, for example, uh, minimising the risk of developing breast cancer-related lymphedema. Exercise is a big component of that. Um, uh, reducing or minimising the adverse effects of someone going through chemotherapy, exercise rehab is a big component of that. So um, before I completed the Pink and Steel um, Cancer Rehab qualifications, I um, qualified to be able to facilitate a program called Strength After Breast Cancer. And that has been um, a huge benefit to so, so many of my patients. So, right. um, I did right. that qualification um, to be able to facilitate that program. And it's with that program that um, when I started doing the, the videos, making the videos um, yeah. for each yeah. exercises in that uh, particular program. Um, and then progressing beyond that, is getting the qualifications specifically around being a cancer rehab occupational therapist, which, right. um, goes, you know, um, extends just beyond breast cancer rehab. Right. Um, and widen that um, vision to include um, cancer rehabilitation.
0: Yeah. So I think the important thing here is for people who are listening is I'm not saying that you've got to go out and get as many qualifications as you can. The important thing is what are, what's perhaps knowledge or skills or even relationships that you need to get in order for your clients to get the best outcome. Now this may or may not even be an official qualification. It may be you simply doing an online course that's going to give you the specialty to know something else that you couldn't do with your clients. Um, That's really, you know, that's an important thing for getting clients outcome. And we'll talk about the strength after breast care next, I think, what what we'll be doing there. But the other thing that I've noticed there, Kate, is you started getting the attention of the people who were referring people to you because you were able to now provide services that nobody else is doing because nobody else had had your combination of the expertise that you've put together.
1: It's just adding more tools for the toolbox. Yeah. So each thing that I was doing was, um, well, each, you know, qualification was just being able to add that extra bit of service that's going to help those patients. Yeah. Um, You know, something even as simple as doing um, a, a lymph taping course. um yeah another tool for the toolbox so um that's a natural progression so my my business has definitely evolved naturally
0: yeah and again this is coming down to being very very specific on who it is that you're going to help and what your specialty is and aiming for real sort of excellence in an in a narrower area and to then be able to communicate what it is that you're able to do to the people who've got influence. So let's just move on a little tiny bit. I want to talk about the strength after breast care, and I'm just going to check out time to make sure that we're doing fine <laughs> is now with the strength after breast care. I want to talk about this in two points, because one of the things that people are going to be asking is, okay, you know, because when you first started, it was more like, you know, people were paying per session and, um, And so that was one of the things that I'm really quite passionate about is if you're going to get the best results with your clients over, say, six sessions or having something else, well, that's better for the client and it's better for you for your business. So you want to be able to package that together so that the clients, you're not doing like every single session, you're trying to get them to book in for the next one. But also it's what else can you be bundling in there that's going to mean your clients are going to get the best results so if we talk about the strength after breast care it's in two stages hasn't it that first stage was putting together packages you know like a an, an offer for people of saying well this is how much my strength after breast care costs and this is what's in it these are for people who were who were seeing you um in you know in your um your your room. So did you want to just expand on that a little bit more about actually creating an offer and how does that make a difference to your business?
1: So originally, and this is just when we started, um, I started working with you, Janet. Um, My aim was to video every exercise um, within that program to provide um, a library, so those patients who um, have signed on for the program could access those yeah. videos. So when they finish with me, they can go home in the comfort of their own home and watch those videos um, in, you know, in their own time. Mm-hmm. And so then it was, um, you know, the light bulb moment that came on. But what? You suggested would be a fantastic idea is let's be able to put this, um, create this online, um, which I would never have thought of doing.
0: Right, and that's where I go. Um, but
1: why didn't you think of that? That's where you come <laughs>
0: in. <laughs> it's like you know the classic of you. I, I get to actually talk like like Kate does. <laughs> that's
1: it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, and so yeah, that's evolved. And 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 then uh, your guidance behind. Okay, well, let's create the um, three three videos um, to you know draw people to the to the program. But the the difference um, with the, the the online program and uh, the program within the practice is. Um, it's packaged a little bit differently because those who are um, signing up online would only get to see me um, like this um, via a Zoom meeting. They're not actually um, having that one-on-one face-to-face in the clinic. So there's a bit of a difference.
0: Yeah. But the thing that, so this was one of the things that, um, and this is what we might talk a little bit now, because this is the stage we're at now. So you've built the business where you're you're booked out. We'll talk about in the the very last minute about the exciting step that's happening now, and your big vision. But the next, so we've built up that step. You've created this suite of videos in order to help your existing clients because we've created these bundles for them to get into the program. Now that, so it's pretty well booked out. Like you know, the the amount of free time that you have now is is minimal. So then the thing that is because Kate is so passionate about you know what if just the women who are having breast surgery do these exercises and even better if they do them before they have the surgery their life is going to be so different like it's going to make a difference but then kate's only here on the central coast and she can only help so many people because you run out of time basically so it just makes absolute sense that if you've got a way to help more women then let's go international. There is no need for you to only be limited to the coast because you've got this great resource and you've created it in a way that's going to be safe for them, that they can be working in hand with their doctors with it as well. Like you've really taken into account, you know, their whole, you know, medical team, not just here's something to buy. And this is the exciting part. So this is the stage we're at right now is yep. um, just really just in the last week or so is now Kate's created this fantastic opt-in. So where, where do people go to be able to get like three really good exercises now that they can be using that's going to help them with their
1: recovery? People can go to uh, the homepage um, yep. at livefunny. Their- Solutions and it's right there, smack bang in the middle. Um, so click on the link and yeah. you can get three um free videos to start off with. Just simple stretch, cup um a core exercise, and um a, a weights component. And um and then there's the the option there to, to purchase the whole suite.
0: Yeah, and so the nice part here. So if you go to lymphatic solutions.com.au And just put like HTTP in front. Now, if you go to there, so you can see what we've created for for Kate is so people can actually get some help straight away. So, and that's for free. That's your opt-in. And the nice part about the online program is, so it's got all of the videos, but it's also got Kate doing the worksheets and here's how you can, how you can be doing the exercises and here's how you can get my personal help, which, you know, we've got lots of big visions for what's going to happen on the next stage there. I'm sure we'll do another podcast when we talk about that next stage. But so when Kate and I were talking here beforehand about, you know, how to get now this message out to the world to as many women as possible, because this can be helping anybody in any country. And it's also, unfortunately, something that touches so many people. So, um, so we were thinking that one of the best things is, first of all, if, this is, if you've got a friend who, um, or if it's you, um, that is really going to benefit from this, if you're in that situation now where you're either about to have breast surgery for cancer or you've just had it, this is going to help you. And the, and the program that Kate's created is really caring and thorough um, but also as you may have gathered um, you know Kate you work really really well with joint ventures with getting your message in front of the people who already have your target market and so that's one of the things that we were thinking that would be fantastic outcome from today so um yeah yeah. so some of those would be um so we were talking about you being a a podcast guest is a great way um yes that would be fabulous yeah so if you had Kate um somebody who was listening here and they have an audience of women or even medical people um in your field so either the the people who need you or the people who work with them if they already have an audience and that's what their podcast is for what sorts of things would you talk about on that podcast
1: um education around um um, how the program would be able to help um their particular audience um education around um, um the benefits of exercise exercise rehab and um and and cancer rehabilitation yeah yeah, because um, it's just so simple. Um, I've seen the benefits from my patients of even starting before their treatment and they come out stronger after their treatment's finished. So um, I would love to get that message out there and yeah. um, be able to, you know, open people's eyes to, to see that there is something available for them. Yeah, That's and fantastic. to share. Yeah. Um, Sorry, go on. Yeah, just to share that passion. And, mm-hmm. and um, with joint ventures, I think for me, if I'm talking um, passionately and there's a there's there's a two way conversation um, with the other person sharing the same passion I know, then that is the 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 right um, connection yeah yeah
0: and i think that's an important thing so both having that same passion there is the really important thing because the other side that comes of a flip side with joint ventures is when people really when you do talk to them you can tell if they really do have the customer's interest really top of mind rather than oh i can see your you know that you're going places i want to get on your coattails it's a very very different approach so that's, you know, I, I just say that because I get that a lot and you've already had that happening as well. So that's, you know, people who are really passionate about this same topic make a really fantastic person um, to be able to build those relationships with to
1: help each other. So,
0: yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah.
1: So, so, sorry, Janik, going yeah. back on that um, the joint ventures. So um, most recently I've been in discussions with a... Um, Uh, another GP who is equally as passionate about um, uh, uh, providing education around lifestyle and rehabilitation for um, the the cancer patient population. Um, And so we're talking about creating a program together. So, you know, that's super exciting. So if anyone wants to talk about that sort of thing, um, absolutely, I'll be more than happy to yeah yeah
0: that's fantastic and i think that's the, the next stage that it comes with joint ventures is it's also well what can we create from scratch what can we co-create something that's not out there that for me to do it on my own is to i don't have the skills all the time to be able to do the whole thing but if you've got somebody else that's got those complementary skills is to be exploring that possibility is um, is really, really good. So I think we've come just about to the end, Kate. Um, let's just talk very, very briefly about the next stage, what's happening now in the growth of your business, um, because this is a pretty exciting thing that's kind of consuming your time at the moment, isn't it?
1: It is. So um, the most exciting thing that's happening at the moment is the fit out of my new clinic. So I am moving literally right next door to where I've been practicing and sharing. I've been working out of a room for the um, last two years pretty much. So um, I'm now creating my own space um, that's gonna have a dedicated exercise rehab space. So I've got two treatment rooms. So if anyone's out there um, who would like to <laughs> a room, um, um, let me know. But um, the most exciting thing is to be able to have that um, warm, welcoming space and yeah. uh, a dedicated exercise area. Yeah. So that's what's happening now. That's my brain is about to explode um, with getting all of this organized. But mm. um, it's going to be awesome.
0: And you know what? The exciting part is this is step one in this big vision to be able to create a purpose created you know, collaboration of a place where people can come and they're going to get everything they need for cancer rehab. I just think you've got this big vision and that's been drawing you and it's just so lovely to see every single step coming into place. So in, in um, just in a summary for people who have been listening, first of all, we've talked about the mindset of do you want to be one of those people that when you can see that there is a strategy which is whatever's been working for you, ask yourself what's been the best results that you've got. Like it doesn't have to be that it's been, you know, forming relationships with, um, you know, doing education of the people who can refer. It might be that one of your things that you get the best results with is speaking to breakfast groups. It might be running webinars. It might be doing Facebook lives, whatever's worked best for you. Look at it where your client's coming from and double down, build a strategy around it and then be like Kate where you just bloody well do it Um, and go, I don't, I don't, you know, and be one of those people that go, I don't get why people don't just do it. You want to be one of those rather than, Oh, I can't believe that they did it. You know, they're so brave. So which that's the mindset, which one are you going to be? It is going to be your passion and your vision that is really going to connect with the people of influence um, it doesn't that's that is a real balancing between the two that the, the powers of i've got influence i'm a starter it is your passion and your and you focusing on the client and that vision that is really going to make the difference and then just that keep on going forward you're playing a long game which may seem really long when you're waiting seven months for your first referral from some education that you've been doing but then you look down you know like not even two years later and it's grown so fast you're about to go international and you've had to now instead of renting a room you've actually got your own place and you're going to rent rooms out you know <laughs> um so two years doesn't seem long whereas that seven months may have seemed an eternity so if you have the long game you know mentality it ends up being a short game
1: can i say something that um jonathan It's just popped into my head. I remember when I very first started and sharing rooms, um, there was a psychologist who was sharing a room next to me and he said, you know, it takes about, you know, two years for your business to really kick off. And I was thinking to myself back then, whoa, I've got a long way to go. But (laughs) it's now, I can understand where he was saying, you know, I think now it's you know almost at that two-year point um it's really kicking on so he's yeah. probably right
0: yeah it's exciting watch this space this space folks this is kate's just going to make a huge impact i just know because she's not going to stop because she can't understand why you would stop you know no. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah so thank you it's so, taken so much on a on its yeah it, well actually we were just talking about that the other day weren't we kate's a yep. surfer um and you know you were just saying it's got a life of its own and it is very much like you know you're on a you're on this huge wave almost like a tsunami and you know once it's builds its own momentum all you got to do is just stand on that board as long as you stay on that board it's just going to keep on taking you where you want to go just ride the wave Riding the wave, yeah. So, um, and the way you get to ride that wave is doing just exactly what we've been talking about today. So thank you so much for your time, Kate. Let's just repeat where people can go to connect with you. Um, so that's lymphaticsolutions.com.au.
1: It's the best place. It is. Yeah, so uh, if you put in HTTPS semicolon forward slash forward slash lymphaticsolutions.com.au. It's- um you can, that's where all my contact details are and um, opt in for the three free videos. Yeah. And if anyone has any questions, they can contact me on mobile. Yeah, sure. Well, how about um, we'll just put, we'll just leave that there on
0: the website so that people can contact okay. me through there. The reason I've just gone there was because I know that Kate's going to get so busy that the mobile would be a luxury. So, <laughs> yeah i'm always this protecting kate because i can go i can see this you're going to get flat out so um yeah so if you go to lymphaticsolutions.com.au, au you'll get all kate's contact her mobile if it's still there um but at least now it's going to you'll be going into your own place with you know you've got um you know you've got the lovely uh Kath that's going to be there you know answering those calls and helping people yeah. to be able to make yeah, a time with absolutely Luke yeah and um and also you can come and you know ever on social media you'll find kate over there on um, on instagram and also facebook on facebook and instagram yeah that's brilliant thank you so much for your time kate Thanks, it's, um it's been such oh, it's been a pleasure pleasure to be part of this whole process it's been really really exciting and um yeah i'm really looking forward to just seeing these next steps and i would one of, also one of the best things for everybody that's listening here the best thing that can be great feedback for kate and for i is you know just if you're wherever you're watching this whether you're on the website whether you're over on social media or anywhere or on youtube just getting this in your email wherever it is that you are listening to this or on itunes or whatever just leave a comment let us know um, what were your bigger hearts like what have you taken from today that you're going to be able to use in your own business this week that is fantastic feedback so come and find us and just let us know it would really really help okay bye everybody
1: thank you janet it's been a privilege thank you
0: it's janet here thanks for joining me on romance your tribe radio Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.